Outlast on there, but uh, it's not because I finished it. I'll, I'll talk about it when we get to there. Because you try all the time and you're like, too scared. Well, I mean, that's part of it. Also, penis wanna... is in there. This <laughs> man's wee wee. The man's wee wee is the scariest thing for my homophobia. There's I, a I whole look... ass dong in there. I look at it and I just look away in disgust. That's fucked up, dude. Someone open up the show. Let's show. Welcome to Pound That Button, a PlayStation podcast hosted by people who play PlayStation. I'm Alex, and that's it. Thank you for listening. You can follow us at Pound That Button on no. social media. Uh, uh, no. no. Oh, wait. We have an episode to do. Uh, I'm joined by Hunter and CJ. Hello. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hello. Hello. The ghosts of friends past. Yeah. So no, I'm not the ghost. I'm Dracula. Blah, blah, blah. This is going to be our episode for Halloween times. Yeah, man. So, we're going to talk about some spooky games later on. And some some spooky spooks. But first, we're going to talk about the new games coming out this week. We got a big game. What's coming out? Oh, you asked us. Ghost Runner. Yeah, I don't know I what that is. I, say, I, I didn't put down any of this. <laughs> I put these down. So Ghost Runner's coming out on the 27th. I don't know what that is, but that's not the game I want to talk about. Next game, Watch Dogs <laughs> Legion. <laughs> I put it down because I know people are going to be like, yeah, he's, he's a game coming out. Like, they're going to fucking have Who's people? Did you see that it had people? the word ghost in it and just put it in for the Halloween episode? No, I saw that it came out on the 27th, so I went, I got to put it in here because last week we had, like, nothing. Well, yeah, because we weren't interested in it. That was what we yeah, said. Man. I made a statement. They know yeah, what we're about. That's, like, unfair and lame. Anyway, Watch Dogs <laughs> Legion comes out on the 30th. You can hire Grandma to shoot people. I'm excited. I mean, it seems interesting. I'm, I'm not yeah. going to get it, but it I was seems a big, I'm a big Watch Dogs fan, even though the one's kind of poo-poo. I like 2 a lot. 2 was really good. And then when this one was announced that you can play as, like, a bunch of different characters, I was like, oh, I'm in for that. That sounds cool. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I like what they're going for, at least, with the whole, like, you can recruit anybody and everybody is, like, recruitable and whatnot. Like, that's cool. I just, like, I, I'm excited to see how it pans out, but at least gameplay-wise, I've never really been, like, too into the Watch Dogs games. Yeah, no, you, yeah, they're not really you played funny. through all the first one, you said it was okay, and then you tried the second one, and it's not even like it, you're like, I don't have time for this right now, and you're like, bye. I, like, okay. I didn't have time for this, and I didn't. I wasn't really enjoying it, so I was just like, I'm done. I like the way like, in the first one. It's because it had more character in the first one. Aiden Pierce, I think that was the guy's name in the first one. He was like, I'm Batman, but not cool. And, and they're bringing him thing. back in the next one. Yeah. Cool. And then in uh, Watch Dogs 2, you play as Marcus, I think his name is. And he's got a lot of personality. His friends are really fun. He's got a guy named Wrench who wears a mask. He's fun. And I don't know. It was, it was, it was more of like a... Millennial hacker fun time rather than a vigilante hacker. So I thought it was a little oh, more it was like entertaining. it was like hackers, like the movie. Yeah, it was like a like a bunch of college students <laughs> who was like, "We're hackers now," and all that. That's cool. And instead of the students like, "I'm out for vengeance," because my niece was killed in a in a tunnel, you know, <laughs> in a tunnel. <laughs> this is more of a it was more of a fun game. And then last but not least, we got Dark Pictures, uh, which is the anthology that the guys from Until Dawn. Oh are yeah, out. The, this is the Man of Medan. Oh, that was the first one. This is the second yeah. one called Little Hope. This has the kid from Where the Millers in it. Or if you go on Google and type in the actor with the eyebrows, he pops up. The actor with the eyebrows. Are Google you it right now. Yeah, Google the actor with the eyebrows. He'll pop up. Uh, I forget what his name is. When you look it up, you maybe you'll tell us. But um, 
it looks like a haunted house game. So that seems kind of cool. It's definitely better than haunted boat. Haunted boat. <laughs> Will Poulter. There you go. <laughs> the actor with the eyebrows. <laughs> Why did that? <laughs> I don't know, man. I found that out a while ago. I remember seeing a meme somewhere. It's like, type in the oh, actor with no. the eyebrows on Google right now. So I did, and I was like, that's funny. Oh, no. Yeah, he's actually really talented. As much as, like, he's a meme. He's a good actor. That's just fucked up. Oh, look, Timothy Chamelet is here, too. Nah, no Timothy. You know he's, like, fucking 6'1". I don't give a shit. I thought he was, like, a manlet. But he's if like you cut his boy. legs off, he's only like four feet. <laughs> if you cut anyone's <laughs> legs off, they're only like four feet. Not if they're mostly like fucking like torso. <laughs> Who's mostly torso? Shaq? <laughs> <laughs> I'm mostly torso. <laughs> I'm mostly... Yeah, well, what if they're like eight feet tall? They're mostly leg at that point. The anyway. legs is what gets you big. <laughs> yeah, no, so Little Hope comes out on the 30th of, uh, along with, uh, with Watch Dogs Legion. That's supposed to be like a spoopy uh, haunted house game with ghosties. So it's definitely going to be better than uh, Man of Madon, which was Ghost Ghost Boat with Iceman. It was Ghost Boat with Iceman. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm excited. I didn't get to fully play through Man of Madan, so hopefully it goes on sale or it comes with like a double pack with this because I do want to play it. I hear it's not as spooky as Until Dawn, but it's still got its own spoops. So I watched uh, James and Lise play it. Ooh, yeah, how was that? Yeah, it was pretty good. Did they make it again without <laughs> killing anybody, or did all their characters die? No. <laughs> like, they died. No. When I played with my buddies, I was yeah. playing as uh, the Iceman character, Sean Ashmore. And yeah. there was this scene where you have to, like, run away from this ghost who's throwing knives at you. And you have to, like, climb up this thing. And <sighs> you have to listen closely because the ghost is saying, don't jump, don't jump. So if you actually jump, your character dies. But if you don't jump, it turns out it was a hallucination, and your friend was trying to get you from running away from, to stop you from running away from her. It's a whole thing. You gotta really pay attention to that game. Yeah. In the yeah, until no, dawn, they, they don't really they try jumped. to kill your characters on purpose. In Man of Medan, they're like, they, it will they kill jumped. you. They jumped. <laughs> they jumped. They jumped rough, raggy. Yeah. <laughs> I almost got shot when I was trying to escape the boat. It's just like these pirates like jump on your boat, and. If you're playing as the Sean Ashmore character, you have an uh, you have an opportunity to escape and hop on a, a lifeboat and drive away. I ended up missing one of the QTEs and they caught me and they almost shot me in the face. I was like, no, 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 no! <laughs> Don't do that. Because if you if you get face. on the boat and you leave, that character's now gone until the end of the game. But then he's guaranteed to survive. Uh. But if you or you can take him along with you on the boat and then he's got more dialogue and expansive stuff. So I'm I'll be your best friend. So. Anyway, on to news now, Alex. The news, yeah, man. Some news on the DualSense controllers. They uh, started appearing on store shelves, so some lucky people, they managed to find and get themselves some Walmart controllers. (laughs) Good old Walmart putting out the fucking PS5 controllers early because they're just like, just put it out. They forgot. They were like, whoops. Well, we predicted that this kind of thing was going to start happening last week with the PS5 stuff. Yeah. Uh, because Sony already informed everybody who bought directly from them that they were going to start sending them out early. So this brings me back to it. Are the consoles going to start shipping out early from Walmart? Because they're those kinds of people. I got my pre-order with Walmart. Please let them be those kinds of people. <laughs> so, 
So uh, the, the 3D headsets and the cameras are also being found in stores right now. So, I mean, we're getting really close. This is I like just want to go to a Walmart and then just see a PS5 there and just buy it. <laughs> yeah, dude, that would be like the fucking dream right now. For like, anybody. look, it's here! <laughs> I mean, it, it's, really, it's, it's really something right now because... We are in a pandemic, and, and it's a strange idea that people might be camping out outside, like, the day before the PS5 comes out, right? It's like, uh, okay. That's what they're trying to prevent by having um, them ship a little early. Well, they're saying that they're going to have uh, consoles available in stores, and there's going to be plenty available in stores on the day of release, so... I'm really wondering what the shipping situation is looking like. I mean, there's a lot of people who are posting online that there says they're coming like an entire week later or multiple days later. Mine still says it's going to be coming on the 12th. So I guess we'll see what happens. You know, <laughs> if if I get a PS5 early, y'all will be the first to know. Yeah, I hope uh, like I plan on going to GameStop sometime soon to trade in some games. I might just put it all towards the PS5, because it's only going to give me, like, fucking $30, maybe, because GameStop is stingy. But it's games I don't play anymore, or games I already have, like, copies of, because, like, Courtney yeah, has them, or they were able, or, or they were free on PlayStation Plus at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, Vampire. Mm-hmm. That's free right now, yeah. and I'm sitting there like, I got that game when it came out, and now I'm just fucking like, it's free now, fuck me, right? Yeah, how do you think I felt when they fucking put, like, Metal Gear on sale? <laughs> Like in the entirety of Metal Gear Solid Five, they're like, hey, it's free now. I was like, oh man, I'm so happy I bought this game and like the special edition when it came out. <laughs> yeah, that's my now it's like five dollars. Like, like, right. like, don't get me wrong. If I didn't buy those games, it's awesome that they're giving us like featured titles. But it sucks that it's like I already have these. Stop making them popular games. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish that they would just make them fucking like Xbox does. Game Pass. <laughs> put them. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're just going to give you our first party titles. But, PlayStation no. Now is kind of like that, but it's much slower. So, anyway, speaking of early PS5s, uh, the games journalists, they started getting theirs. People like Greg Miller, uh, Games Radar got theirs, IGN got them, and many others. They've taken to Twitter with images of the PS5 boxes in their home. Apparently their box is show. fucking huge. Yeah, it is pretty big, and Jeff Keighley weighed it, and it's like 14.7 pounds, the Just box. Just the box? Just the box? The box, Without yeah. the PS5 in it? No. <laughs> with, with the PS5 oh, in okay. it. okay. Fucking... <laughs> I thought you were like, without it, that's a fucking huge box. What, they line it with fucking metal? <laughs> so Hunter's forgotten how much cardboard weighs, but we're going to not talk about that. <laughs> well, you phrased it weird. I I mean, they uh, they said that the PS5 is like 10 pounds on its own or something, something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't they don't appear to be developer versions of the consoles, but rather the retail versions themselves because they just seem to be shipping them in the boxes. Uh, the box actually has PS4 to PS5 conversion instructions on it, so I guess moving over your games and your saves. And um, yeah, I mean, this uh, happened a couple uh, yeah. weeks ago with the Xbox stuff. A lot of uh, like journalists got Xbox One, uh, Xbox Series Xs already, because they have to like test out the features and then send beta feedback and also tell like fans in their community, like, "Hey, this Xbox is great. Come pick it up." You know? Yeah, I mean, but it's a way to sell again, consoles. Because, like a lot of Pierce got people... his like fucking a month ago. Yeah, Baldino well, well, got a of... Xbox One, uh, Xbox Series uh, X. Yeah, they got them like a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago or something. But we are getting really close now, so I, I'm thinking the odds that these consoles are probably going to hit people 
not necessarily the day of, but in the following days leading up to it is probably going to be more likely. But I guess we'll see, you know? Yeah. I'm probably going to be one of those people that just gets it on the day it comes out or like a day or two after. We shall see. <laughs> uh, moving on, the Insomniac community director, James Stevenson, confirmed that at some point after the release of Spider-Man Remastered on the PS5, the PS4 version of the game is going to get the three new suits that they're adding to the remastered version, one of which was the uh, Amazing Spider-Man Sony movie suit from the first movie. With the yellow so goggles not... and stuff? Yeah. With, with I actually like that suit goggles. a lot. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I, I'm kind of happy that they went with that one, actually, because the second one, it looks a lot more like a traditional Spider-Man suit. Yeah. So having the one from the first movie, it's, it's going to be pretty nice. Yeah, it's more like the yeah. motorbike goggles. It's like more of like a modern costume. And then the other one's actually the most comic accurate costume we've ever got. That's what I give. Yes. The only thing good about Amazing Spider-Man 2 is fucking the comic accurate costume. It just looks so good. Yeah, it's a really good looking suit. And then Dane DeHaan was okay as Harry. But luckily, luckily, Insomniac already has a really good looking Spider-Man suit. <laughs> oh yeah, the Insomniac yeah. costume is great. The white well, even just the was, even just the plain the Spider-Man Spider suit because they give you the original oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Spider-Man. It's like even that's fucking dope. Yeah, I was a little upset about the white spider for a while, and then I got used to it, and I'm like, this is a great fucking costume. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. I played with the uh with the MCU suit the entire time. Because <laughs> I I really like the uh I I like the fucking Tom Holland suit. Oh, I don't know. I think bad. It's, I think it's, it's okay. nice. But... I, I've seen a lot of people online. They don't like it. They're like, oh, it doesn't have like the real webbing and it doesn't look proper. I'm like, oh no, it looks good. Looks pretty like, good like to me, it. man. The Far From Home like suit it. was pretty cool too. I like that one too. When they put that one in the game, I was like, yes. So I'm actually excited to play through uh, the remaster now with those suits in the games. Yeah. So I'm excited to see all the Miles Morales costumes because he really doesn't have that many. Yes. 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 Yeah. Spider-Man's been around for like it. fucking 90 years or some shit. So we got like a million costumes for him. Miles Morales has been around since 2011. I'm curious if they're gonna put um, Harlem in uh, Spider-Man Remastered. Because they're oh, adding the, it, because the they're the, adding it, yeah. Miles because it's already going to be in the Miles one, and because it's originally gonna, and it's only gonna be available as like an extension. You can't buy it separately. That's the only reason I'm starting to think that, because it's gonna be like running off the framework of the other game. That would be cool if they did that, though. I'd like to see that. Yeah, I think it'd be neat. Uh, they don't need to, but it'd be cool. Yeah. Um, we can also talk about this real quick, too. Um, the actor who plays Miles Morales in the Spider-Man um, video game was told at launch day for Spider-Man PS4 that they were gonna, there was going to be a spin-off game and he was going to be the main star. That's really cool. That must have been something. I would have, like, fucking shit my pants. Yeah, me too. Like, I signed <laughs> on to play Miles and now I get to be my game. That's fucking sick. Now I and then, and game. then in Spider-Man 2, you're telling me there's probably going to be co-op? Hell yeah, so bro. You know, no, those co-op missions are going to be sick. It's going to be Assassin's Creed Unity, but good. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Or like Splinter Cell Blacklist, but yeah. good. Well, you know, once they have, like, the entire Peter moveset and the entire yeah. Miles moveset worked out, they could just fucking figure out a way to put it in a game. Dude, I think that the next-gen well. consoles, Oof. that'll be team the place for it. Sick. Yep, I think they'll be able to render a game like that at, like, the quality of the PS4 game right now. But with the co-op aspect, I think they could do that. That'd be cool. Like Ghost of Tsushima Legends, it's like it's the same game but extra. Yeah. 
Next gen, baby. Here we go. Let's go. <laughs> I'm actually like not buying any new modern like main titles. Like I just got that uh, Captain Tsubasa soccer anime game, but that's what I'm thinking that I not get transferred over to the PS5. But like I don't want to buy Assassin's Creed or Watch Dogs or Spider Man on my PS4. Just so I'll just wait to get the PS5 version of it. The games I'm planning on buying next month are Miles Morales with a remastered uh, DMC5. Uh, special edition cyberpunk and i'm gonna try and get demon souls good luck uh, that's that's what i'm thinking that's a lot CJ, of games though that's what's a, your that's a lot uh, of launch to title looking like for trash. ps5 what me yeah uh where my ps4 library is launch titles <laughs> you're not gonna get any of the ps5 launch titles i mean okay well when i if when I get a PS5, of course, I'm going to try and get, like, the, the launch titles or whatever. But right now, I don't really have, like, major plans to get it. Like, you know, if I see, like, a deal, like, come Black Friday or something like that to That's get it, I mean. like, slightly cheaper, yeah. like, like I'll think about it. But, I mean, as of right now, my PS4 <laughs> kind of works. Like, I mean... Kind of works? <laughs> yeah, well, because I had a problem with it together. I had I had a problem with it the other day where that like it would when I would try and start up the game the fan wouldn't start like you know going and it would just shut itself off when I'd start up a game. Oh, you don't so, have the uh, you don't have the upgraded one, right? You just have the base one from way back in the day. No, I got pro. Oh, you got the pro? It shouldn't really be. Yeah, yeah that's weird. No, dude, yeah, my I, pro sucks. Yeah, too. no, it shouldn't. <laughs> my pro is a piece of shit. Yeah, my pro before I, it shit out because the hard drive. My pro was great, and now my new pro is fine. Do you yeah. guys do you guys remember the days before copying updates? And copying downloads. Like, what even is copying? One day I was just sitting here downloading shit, and then it was like, downloading 100%, copying. And then that takes like twice as long. I'm like, what oh the my god, fuck yeah, it is takes this? so. It takes twice as long. It doesn't have like the little bar to show you how much is left to go. And it's just like, it's mind numbingly boring watching look, the copying. I looked it up, and some people are like, that's just an update of the PlayStation. And other people are like, your hard drive is broken. I'm like, great. <laughs> <laughs> Great, I'm glad everybody knows what this I'm like, is. I'm like, good I've thing I'm buying a new problem with the copying, but okay. Yeah. Never had copying, man? I've never had copying problems. Oh, it just takes a long time. It's, it's not a problem, it just takes a really long time. It takes yeah. like two seconds for me. Oh, it, it takes like forever. Right? Maybe I'm just lucky. Our PlayStations are broken, CJ. PlayStation... Yeah. I might just have better Wi-Fi connection with my uh, PS4 than you guys. I'm literally plugged into my router. Then I don't know what your problem is, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, my like my PS4 is working right now, so I'm fine. I'm fine with waiting a little bit for the PS5. But if my PS4 really does like shit the bed within like the next like couple months or so, then I'm definitely gonna try and get a PS5. I'll try to get. So, I would try to get it around Christmas time. Well, I mean Christmas maybe like. I would but, say try and get it as, like, soon as you can because you don't want them to, like, fucking be gone and then they're like, we sold yeah. out of PS5s and it's then, like, the, like the next three months are, like, difficult to get them. Yeah, I remember mm -hmm. back in the PS4 days, Alex, you got yours on day one and I was like, I'm going to get mine too and then I was going no, to get the mine. GameStop. I got mine, like, a month after or two months later on uh, Cyber Monday. But I was That's lucky was. because we were we, I didn't it was get mine until February. Then, though. Because it did, the PS4 came out, I think, in, like, a September, right? It didn't come out no, in No, it came out in, like, October. Like, fucking, you know, it's it's really weird that they're releasing them in November because it's so close to Black Friday. And, like, 
You're, I think that was their plan. I think they were like, we're going to get more sales that way. There were so many PS or whatever. There were so many PS5s that got uh, pre-ordered, you know, and sold out. Oh, the PS4 did come out in November. Wow. Yeah, so really? I got, yeah. I got it like a week later then. Yeah, Jeez. I know. I remember you getting it really early, yeah. and then I wasn't able to get it till February because every time I went into GameStop or checked online, it was all sold out, and then February rolled around and I got lucky. That's wow. why I'm hoping that I can get a Black Friday deal. If not, I'm just going to oh, fucking I, wait. I remember, I remember me why. I don't remember. I was on vacation. I was all like drunk in like Puerto Rico when I bought this thing. <laughs> Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah. So I, I definitely think as soon as, like, you see it available, if you have mm-hmm. the money to spend on it, then just do well, it. Yeah, I've, yeah th- I mean, the, the thankful thing is that, like, I've had – I've gotten some extra income come in from, mm-hmm. like, you know, the pandemic and credit and, like, saving up money and whatnot. So if I really did want to, I could. I could get it. Yeah, I'm I got all, the money I'm also, saved up for it. Yeah. I'm also part of like the like my big belief of that like you know you wait a little bit for the console to come out so that like all the big like games that like are gonna come out are out already so that way there's like more to play as opposed to like getting it and having like three or four but the five the five it has like a bunch of games that I'm actually really excited to play like plus the plus the back library. I well, think yeah, that's exactly the that. nicest thing about it, right? It's like when yeah, we bought exactly. the PS4, like, it's like you could get the console and two games, and that's all you had to play on it for, like, until you got another game. It's yeah, like at yeah, least that's... with the PS5, you literally have whatever game you buy for it, and then all your other PS4 games. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's like, that's why I feel like it's a lot easier for me to be like, yeah, maybe I will get it because, like, it's not like it's going to lock me out of, like, all my PS4 games. Like, I can still play those, yeah. like, whether they whether they have like an upgraded version or whatever, and still be able to play those along with like just getting a new catalog of games, which mm. is exciting. Are you gonna get um, Miles Morales Day One for your PS4, regardless? I don't think. I think I'll wait for the five, like for whenever I get the five to do that, just because of the fact that it that like you know I want it to be enhanced <laughs> by I want it to be enhanced by the five and like well it will I'm, be. You get a yeah. free upgrade to the uh, five version. If well, yeah, but I mean, I want to, I want to play it on the five, like as opposed. To I got it on you. The four yeah, and like, I get you. Playing it like that, like if it, like since it is going to be like a launch day thing, like I want to, I want to f- experience that on the on the air quotes supposed system it was meant to be played on, as opposed to going back again and like playing it on. The I know, five. I know the big like fucking thing here, right? It's like, oh, you can play in sixty frames. It's like. Yeah. But I'm over here like maybe I want to play in 30 frames with that ray tracing because those reflections throughout the city are just going to look so <laughs> fucking nice. Yeah. It's like it is just going to be so pretty to watch. And I've already played the game in 30 frames, so I know what it feels like. I'm used to it. You know, it's okay. Yeah. It is what it is, I guess. If, it, if I got to do that sacrifice, you know, 4K, 30. must be made. 4K, 30 ray tracing. I can never yeah. tell the difference between 60 and 30, so I don't really give a fuck. Oh, God. How, uh, how do you I, live? I can tell the difference. Yeah. How do I live? Hunter, I just don't care. Play, play Kingdom Hearts on the no. PS3, and then play yeah. Kingdom Hearts on the PS4. It's so so much better. Yeah. Like, it's like it's like a different world. I I remember when I first played those games on PS4, and I saw 60 frames. I it was like so jarring to see mm-hmm. just because of how like it's so smooth. Like, yeah, it's like all it's double the amount of frames per second. So it's a it's a super like it just smooths out everything. And like if it's consistent good. too, and then like doesn't dip like every ten seconds, then it, it doesn't look better. good in real life. <laughs> yeah, 
It looks great in video games. It looks terrible in movies. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about this last piece of news? Yeah. Off on a PlayStation tangent. Yeah. Uh, just even it out with some slight Nintendo news. Uh, so a new Drawn to Life game got uh, leaked the other day, which uh, like the last one was for the DS and the Wii, like eleven years ago or something like that. Uh, it's the new the new one is Drawn to Life Two Realms and got rated for the Switch in Taiwan. So there's been no official announcement or release date or anything like that, but it has me super excited if the if that means Drawn to Life is coming back in some way, shape, or form. I love the games as a kid, and I'm hoping that they come to like PS4. If I mean I mean it says Switch, so I mean that's definitely guaranteed. But I'm you'd have to get one of those and... stupid drawing pads that they tried to do back in fucking like 2016, where they were like, "Do you want to get one of those games that makes you draw on your PS4?" And everyone was like, "No," and they were like, "Here's the thing." They were trying to fight or the Wii worse, Or worse, they'll make me just have to use the touchscreen on the Switch, which is going to be god-awful if they do that. I mean, I don't This is a Switch stylus. They probably have a pen attachment that you can get. Pen yeah, but I, mean, I but I mean, I don't want to have to, like, draw on the legit screen on the Switch. I'd rather just use a stupid cursor, like the the uh, joystick or whatever to do it. Even if it, even it's if it's shittier, way harder I'd rather... and way uglier. You can probably well, do way that, harder, but way uglier, but at least the screen stuff. would still look nice. As opposed to fucking it up with whatever. But uh, but yeah, super excited. Uh, can't wait to see what happens with that. Yeah, I was excited too when I saw that. I was like, oh sweet, new drone to life. I remember that game from fucking fifty million years ago. That's awesome. Yeah. I sent it to you immediately. I was like, CJ, look, it's a game. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't play it. You're like, no. Yeah. Yeah, I think you'd like it, Alex, especially if back in 2009. Probably. 2009, Alex would have loved it. Yeah, they even made right. a SpongeBob a... version of the game, Drawn to Life SpongeBob. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, that I would have liked. <laughs> you just run around, you draw whatever, and then SpongeBob's there too. Yeah, yeah and then SpongeBob great. shows up and he's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, and with that, we can get on to our topic which is scary horror games too spooky for me welcome to the horror topic blah 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 we're gonna start about a general discussion on the genre like uh why do they make these games because people like to pee (laughs) yeah yeah the first one i ever remember like really hearing about was dead space that was like my first introduction to like a really scary horror game i think uh yeah my my buddy gage showed it to me when i lived in uh florida still and we we were in like sixth grade when that game came out 2008 so he was like dude come over my house and we'll play this game and i went over to his house it was like midnight. I'm like, are we going to play the game? I'm asking him all night. He's like, no, we got to wait till like the middle of the night because this is what you do when you're in sixth grade to scare the shit out of your friends. <laughs> and he, he goes, all right, it's midnight now. And he shuts off the lights. He gives me the controller. He turns on the game <laughs> and he goes, bye. And he closes the door <laughs> and he leaves. Oh, wow. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he came back like 30 minutes later. I was just sitting there like, man, this game's fucking scary. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. So, I, I don't really know. I didn't really understand why they made a game like this at the time. I mean, it was fun to play, but it was like, did it really need to be so scary? I mean, now I love this shit a lot more for some reason, you know, but I, I don't know. <laughs> it's because you're an adult. You I mean, I think. the finer things. 
I think I think the reason that they're made is the same reason that like you know horror is like movies or <laughs> uh, did you say porn? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think that it's the same reason porn is made. Hunter's just giving up, man. Because they can. <laughs> That's that was my reasoning. <laughs> oh no, because I think. Like I think, pe- like there are some people that like get a real kick out of like getting the shit scared out of them, or like oh, you know, sure. like that suspense and crud like that. So, I so, like you know, having that experience in the movies ha- and having it be playable now, where you are the person that's like, oh man, I really you don't want to go into that closet. Of like, I ain't gonna do that. That's what white people yeah, do. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh man, I. It's like, oh man, I need to. Like, you know, you're yelling at people, like, don't go in the closet. There's going to, the guy's going to be there. And they're like, and now in games, you're like, I know the guy's going to be in the closet, but I got to I'm going to go in the closet. Yeah, in order to progress in the game. So, yeah. Don't go in the basement. Everything, every fiber of my being says I should just turn around and leave the house now. Goes in the basement. A lot of it comes from, like, adrenaline and, um, what's the scare gland? I think there's, like, a gland that, like, excretes, like, some pheromone when you're uh, scared uh, I'm gonna look you should have done your gland research before starting the that scare gland. <laughs> yeah bro the scare gland Google I mean they're fun shit. to play some of them aren't yeah. really that fun to play but some of them are really fun to play yeah. a lot of people I typed in scare gland and it came up with a lot of mortal shell stuff cause there's something called the sacred gland <laughs> <laughs> that's funny I mean, what, what what do you guys really think makes a horror game? Is it the tone, the atmosphere, the oh, gameplay, the adrenaline story, plan, jump scares? <laughs> yeah, I think... I don't like I jump think... scares, but everything else is good. <laughs> yeah. Jump I scares are the lowest the end... form of horror. Like, at the end of the day, like, the three, the three big things that define, like, a scary game are the tone and the atmosphere, like, ha- like, the creatures of the world, because, like, you know, you could have, like, a scary level, but, like... You know the creatures aren't really that scary, but like if they if like the creatures are super scary, then it really helps amplify that. Yeah. And as much as it's not a requirement for a scary game to have these, I think jump scares also just kind of like help with that. Like you don't find, need to. Um, like I've been They're watching a lot of cheap. scary movies recently, yeah. and I find that jump scares are the lowest form of like scares you can do because they're just like if you if you. It's hard to formulate, but like. If you're putting in a jump scare, you're just trying to get a quick scare out of people instead of actually making something scary. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I, no, I get you. Like, most of the time, jump scares are done really poorly. Mm-hmm. And, like, they aren't... Like, I mean, they're synonymous with horror, but, like, you don't need to have them to have your game be scary. But if they're right. done right and done well, then it really, like, helps amplify the experience, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, is the best way I'd put it. Yeah, it- it's hard to do a jump scare, right? I mean, I'm struggling even now to think of a time where I really saw a jump scare that was done like really well. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, th- there's probably there's probably a few of them. There's probably a few of them, but I, I can't yeah, think of any there's, right now. There's there's one that will uh, I will point out that I played through when I played through Resident Evil Seven. There's like this hallway like near the beginning of the game that like it's a super long hallway and like the end of both hallways turn around corners see is like from the start and end of the hallway and at the beginning of the game you go past this like a couple of times but later like a little later on in the game like there's a point where like the main bad guy that follows you around the house he can break the wall to the side of the hallway and like just pop out (laughs) like come and get you and it's like it's the scariest fucking thing when you're sitting there and like 
you're you're not seeing him. You're like, okay, I guess I'm safe. And then he breaks the fucking wall and comes through it at you. Like, I I, I think there's a clip of me somewhere on either my hard drive or on Twitch where I I, I had that happen, and it's <laughs> it was the scariest fucking thing like on the planet when I, I first played your, through it. And classic CJ scream. You're. Yeah, well, I think I said I think my exact words were Jesus fuck and then I paused the game and breathed Jesus for fuck. a minute. Yeah. That's I funny. But fucking jump scares when they're done properly. Yeah. And uh we can move on to the next segment. Uh do we do we like spooky scary horror games? Like how big into them are we? Uh do we go out of our way to buy them or what do we like about them? What do we not like about them? I'm Talk a big sci-fi guys. horror guy, so if there's a sci-fi horror game that comes out, I'm usually more prone to go get it like an Alien or like Dead Space, Prey, like a game like that where it's got like a fun sci-fi atmosphere. I'm always down for those. Yeah, when it's but got I don't like go out of my way to, to get like like a little hope. I'm probably not going to get unless it's like bundled up with Man of Badan. Little yeah, Nightmares, I'm not really into the gameplay of that, and I know that's a fun little spooky game, but I'm not really going to get that one. Uh, Mortal Shell, it's kind of spooky, apparently. Um, I plan on getting that one, but that's more of a Dark Souls game. So, like, it really depends on the atmosphere that the games are set in. Like, if it's a spooky game set in a high school, I don't fucking care about that, but if it's a spooky game set in a space station where you're isolated from humanity, that's the shit. That, that's pretty cool. I, I can get down with that. How about you, CJ? I, I don't think I was, like, that big into them, like, you know, during, like, high school and crud like that, but as I've gotten, like, older, I've gotten more interested in the genre just because I think that it's, like, it's, they have a lot it's of an creative entire... muscles that can flex in horror. That's the thing. Exactly. I'm getting into and horror movies, an entire... and there's a lot of creative people in there. And yeah. it's an entire genre that I haven't really, like, delved into, mm-hmm. like, you know, because, like, you know, as the years go by, like, you see a lot of stuff, like consistent in like all different genres like first person shooters and rpgs and crowd like that and the horror genre for the most part like there isn't really a definitive like like i mean a lot of times it's like first person and whatever but there's a lot of different like techniques and like things that happen in horror game technique technique that uh (laughs) that that i've seen in horror games that make me a lot more interested to try out like some other ones Mm -hmm. but uh but yeah, I've I've gotten super into them them as of late. I mean, like Resident Evil Seven. Like I went into that game thinking I was gonna like just play it for a little bit and then never touch it again. That's like one of my favorite games now. Like it's just so much fun to like go through, even though I'm getting the shit scared out of me. And even though there is like an entire section of the game where I literally like because there's a part with like giant bugs and like yeah. you know me, I love I uh, just love giant bugs of any kind of form. So it like it scares the shit out of me, but at the same time, I've played through that game like four times now, and I've still and I'm still like enjoying it a whole lot. So yeah. I think that just proves to how much I actually like that game. That's good. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I was kind of the same way. I didn't really like horror games that much when I was um, more so in middle school when I was younger. I got into them when uh, when we got into high school, and Hunter and I started playing more games together. And we started really getting into Dead Space and stuff around that Dead time, Space, like like heavy. That's kind of a horror game. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about least. that. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
So I am definitely more open to buying like a scary horror type game now, but like I don't go out of my way to buy those games where it's like, oh, you be Freddy or Jason in this game and like kill your friends or do this <laughs> and that. Is, those things don't really interest me. You know, the games like Man of Medan, it's like it was cool to watch somebody play it. I wouldn't go out of my way to buy a game like that yeah. because I don't want to play a game like that. I don't know. It just it just doesn't really do anything. I don't for like me. a lot of the personal choice games because I'm too stressed that I'll make the wrong one and then I'll want to restart the game because I want that character to be alive. That's why I don't want to play Until Dawn, even though I know the like game's the only like five games. hours long. Well, Telltale's different because yeah, some characters are scripted to die regardless, and Until Dawn you can have everyone survive or you can have everyone die. Same with Man yeah. of Medan and I assume Little Hope. You can have these people live or they can die. In Telltale, we talked about it um in a couple episodes ago. Where we're saying, regardless of your choices, some characters die regardless, and that's just yeah, whatever. Just the consequences aren't yeah. big. So yeah, I give I give Until Dawn a lot of credit for how they handled like the choices and like characters dying and crud like that, because it's at least a lot more like it's not it's not as cookie cutter as like you know do you choose to save this person or that person and then like in the end anyway both of them die like you know anyway. Like, you know, there's options for that this person could survive, and then maybe because they survived, they help somebody else that might have died, like, earlier on or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, so. if... Or, like, you know, if you, um... Like, there's one part in particular where, like, somebody gets, like, taken by something, and you have to, like, run through the forest to to catch after them. And if you don't do... And if you don't take... And you have the option of taking, like, slower but safer paths or quicker but more quick-time event, like, oriented path, like paths. And if you fail the, um, like, the quick-time events or you take, like, a too many slow paths, the person will die. And then later on, that just locks out an entire section of the game that you would have had to play with that person. Like... Mm-hmm. So you're missing out on gameplay. That's why I don't like those types of games. I don't like missing yeah. out on gameplay. I like playing the game and getting everything experienced. And for me doing a stupid error, like, I choose to hide under the bed, or I choose to hide in the closet, and then the killer just stabs straight through the fucking closet of the bed, and I'm like, well, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You know? The real Wait. secret was going into the kitchen and getting the chocolate milk and spilling yeah, yeah, it on the floor the so that the killer would know fall. That? Yeah. Like, oh, man. <laughs> you had to know to bring your lucky rabbit's foot and then dip it in the hot water, and then the rabbit's foot turns into a gun, and you can shoot the killer. Why uh-huh. didn't you jump off the roof? You would have landed in this yeah. safe bush. Wait. Why didn't you shoot yourself? That would have saved you. You you could have lived. You could yeah, have lived. So it's like, it, it's, it's hard for me to go, I want to play these horror games that have decision making. Like, I'll play Dead Space or, like, Prey, because you're playing as this one character and it's a story-driven oh, game. Oh, Prey. Where I didn't get to the end. Think about Prey. Prey's pretty good. I don't really like Prey that much. I like Prey. It. It's Bioshock I, are, you guys, space. are you guys talking about the uh, the new one or the original one? I'm talking about the, the new one from the okay. Dynasty. Okay, I didn't play that one. From the uh, fucking oh. Dishonored. Dude, it's it's pretty fun. Like, I, I thought yeah, you played it for a little bit, Alex. I thought I let you borrow. I want to like play it. I didn't. I didn't actually play it though. I didn't oh, get I'll bring, to. I'll bring Never it over today. Yeah, All right, cool. Do it yeah, hard. It's on my pile of games I'm trying to get rid of, so I'll let you borrow it for a bit. Yeah, but like the. The thing I specifically like about Prey that does that it does with horror well is that like in the game there are these enemies called mimics, which, I mean, as you can probably guess, take the form of literally like anything in the environment. So they could be like a tiny little cup or like a chair or like you know a little box, and that that helps with the like whole atmosphere of Prey because like it's an abandoned station, 
and you like as you go throughout it like you can't enter a, an empty room and think oh man i'm safe because literally you could be walking by a desk and a cup could just turn into an enemy and jump out and try and get you and you like have it this makes ability or this like uh binoculars that let you see it but mm -hmm. at a point it's just like every time i would walk into a room i would just swing at every small object until uh, everything was broken <laughs> yeah. then i would relax yeah, you don't like, get ah! you don't get the you don't get the binocular until like a little bit like into the game. Yeah. So there's a couple of rooms where you start like I, I was afraid of cups. Like there was a good like <laughs> beginning part of that game where I was afraid of cups and chairs because like I'm like, why does this desk have two chairs in front of it? That doesn't make sense and start smacking them and then like nothing would happen. And then I'd walk over to like a garbage can and they'd jump out and get me and I'm like, Why the garbage can? Why not the two chairs? Yeah. We got or, you. like and then there's an ability yeah. later on where you get to become the cups and that's fun. <laughs> yeah you can That's like funny. duplicate their powers and just like copy anything in the environment to hide and it's yeah, and really it's cool. really it's really stupid but it's really fun that's cool yeah it yeah. plays more like a bioshock meets um oh god uh dishonored mm -hmm. very cool yeah uh one one other thing i do want to talk about before we uh move on to the next section is that i i feel like because of the little bit of horror games that I have played, I feel like I've become desensitized to zombies. Like yeah. zombie, like zombies are meant to be like a, um, you know, like a normal horror trope or whatever. Like having, like you know, you fight zombies, you you kill zombies or whatever. But I feel like that after there was that boom where like every game had zombies in them. Every game, and, every like, TV show, and every movie. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. I've become desensitized to zombies to the point of where I, or like I was looking at the list and I was questioning like, oh man, I, like that that's like a scary game. And I'm like, oh, but it just has zombies. It's not that scary. And I'm like, but wait, zombies is like a horror monster. How is that not scary? I'm like, yeah, and I just, I think I just, I think I just don't think zombies are scary anymore. And it, and it's weird to think like that. I mean, yeah, that's I fair. Got you, it's an we're going to talk about it later, but, um, we're going to talk about the games we like later, but I'm looking at the list, and a lot of them aren't really, like, zombie games. Even The Last of Us isn't really a zombie game. No, Those guys are like a, zombies. Uh, well, yeah, they're, they like, are, uh, they're like, like morph monster human they, people. Yeah. They, and they, like, they like, operate change. close to zombies. Yeah, they, they operate, like, but they're fucking scary. Yeah. They, and, they run and at those, you at Yeah, those, I think, are ass. scary, like, as hell. Because, like, it's weird. Like, they just... They're weird and different, but... But there's just something about... A dead person coming back to life and slowly walking towards me that doesn't really scare me. I mean, fast zombies, they still kind of, like, scare me because, like, fast you know, they're, they, like, defy, they defy the norm of the normal zombies. But I feel like... Fast dead the, person is scary. Yeah, fast, yeah, the fast dead people are scary. But, like, I just feel like I've become desensitized to them and it's and it stinks. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that is what it is. That's just another challenge for developers and uh, people who make, what the fuck and people who make movies to try and uh, step up their game, spice it up. Yeah, yeah. step yeah. it up, come up with something new. Yeah, I'm excited. All too. right. So for this next one, I wanted to ask you guys which uh, which kind of horror game do you think is better, a single player horror game or a multiplayer one? Single player. Yeah, I, I definitely on the stance of a single yeah. player. <laughs> because you're alone and you can't console within your friends or make jokes about it. Like, me and CJ were playing through a bunch of, like, co-op games recently, and one of them was World War Z. Now, that wasn't necessarily a scary game, even if you played by yourself because it was more of, like, a co-op shooter. But, mm. you know, when you're playing a co-op game, you, you have this, like, sense of, you know, you, you have less of a sense of fear because you have someone with you. 
you have something to fucking goof off with because yeah. you know you're not actually in any danger. Yeah, you can make light of the situation. But when you're playing by yourself, you're like, oh, fuck, no one's here to back me up. No one can spot this ghost unless it's me. Like, with me and CJ, for example, like, if we were playing, like, let's say Resident Evil had a co-op mode. Like, I could spot a creature that he didn't see while he was walking, and then he would spot one for me, and then would be like, oh, it's not that scary because we were able to call it out. But imagine fucking just getting jump-scared because you have no one else to help you. That's I think single-player just works more. Yeah. Yeah, That's why you I, see I more single-player horror games rather than multiplayer horror games, unless they're, like, horde shooters or something. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree there. Like, I think that single-player is definitely a much better, like, meet, like, mo- like gameplay-wise for horror games. Although I do... I would like to see the idea of a multiplayer horror game where it's, like... Because, like, one of the, one of the big things that determine whether or not it's a horror game is whether is if you feel like super powerful when you're fighting off like the enemies and crud like that like mm-hmm. like res like in, in let's say resident evil like you have like like you get like weapons and crud like that but they aren't really meant to like you know one shot enemies like they're meant to like hold them back so you can get by or like you know you expunge a bunch of ammo to deal with them like they still feel powerful the Friday and, the Thirteenth game and Dead by Daylight have a very good sense of the killer is way more powerful than you, but you have means to fuck with them. Yeah, exactly. And like with World War Z, it's like you you mow through like a bunch of zo- like of these fast moving zombies like like pretty like often. So it's not like it's not like as scary or like you know worrisome when you're with friends, especially because you're in you have power and you can deal with these guys. But if there was a multiplayer game that was you like you and your friends aren't really that powerful and you're fighting like let's say like a ghost or something like that and like it as the ghost like kills you off like your mic like it mutes your mic so you can't talk to your friends anymore so like you'll be talking and all exactly like if it did some like something like that where you aren't like really powerful in fighting this this thing with friends i feel like could be really fun because then it could be like you know, you're all kind of scared together as opposed to just, but, like... You like, know what it is? To... Games like Phasmophobia are doing that right yeah, now. Yeah. And it, it's not, like... I've watched people play it, and, like, they're scared in the moment. It's like, but I'm watching the video. It's like, and a lot of the time, the jump scares, you would think they'd get you too, but it's like, I don't get scared when the jump scare comes up because, I don't know, he's got other people that he's playing with, and I'm just more laughing than I am really, you know... Yeah getting yeah. i guess freaked out by things and yeah i don't know there's something about multiplayer just it really takes you out of it mm-hmm. and it, it is because of that reason you have that second guy there to be like oh this is fucking stupid isn't it this is funny the ghost is fucking in the wall over there it's like oh shit that'd be terrifying if i was by myself but with you it's funny so yeah, and, uh, oh, yeah I, I, I guess we don't even really need to go on to the next part because I know you guys prefer to play single-player horror games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now we're going to talk about: uh, Are there horror games out there that people consider scary that we don't consider scary, and vice versa? So, in that respect, the games that are considered to be scary that really aren't to me anyway, and CJ, I saw you agreed with me, and Hunter, I think you yeah. kind of agreed with me too. Uh, Bioshock, specifically the first game, uh, I don't consider any of them to really be horror games. Uh, maybe when they first came out and I was like 12, yeah. I would have, but now that I'm like a person with a brain, I'm like, no, these are not scary games. Yeah. So, um, 
I, I never really got the sensation of a scary game anyway when I was running around with a frozen wrench beating, like, the big daddy to death. It was like, get over here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, I know you've said there are scary moments scattered without. Uh, yeah. But, like, but it doesn't really make it a scary game. The scariest exactly. part of the game that I could remember was you pick up, like, a new um, plasmid, and then the whole room fills with fog, and you turn around, and there's a dude just standing there. It's like, oh, but you just hit him with a wrench, and he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, like, I rem- jump scare. I remember there's, like, another point, too, where I think it's, like, in the gardens or something like that, where they introduce you to, like, the Houdini splicers, and, like, oh, there's a point where you, like, go you like go into, like, a room to pick something up, and, like, there's a light shining behind you, like, towards where the thing you need to pick up is, and when you pick the thing up, you see the shadow of, like, the splicer, behind, like, on the wall, like, in front of you, and then you, like, oh, shit, he's, like, right behind me, and, like, he, I, I don't remember if he attacks you or if he just disappears and fucks off, but... He, um, but I remember being like scared when I first played that, like when, when I was younger and grud, but I, I remember saying to myself, this game's got wizards. <laughs> oh shit, this game's got wizards I was like, there are wizards in this game. I was like, yeah, this game is wizards. That's it's so wizards. cool. I'm, I'm like, there was like a wizard class. We got the basic like warrior class dudes that just run up to you and smack you. We got the, the sharpshooting long range guys that you have got the guns. Tanks. You got, you got, yeah. you got your tanks, the big guys, and then you got your wizards. They teleport around and they throw things at you. I don't know. Yeah. But the games just didn't really scare. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't really consider I, Bioshock I, to be yeah. a horror game. I think it's more an atmospheric horror game where the location around you is genuinely terrifying. Like you're in an underwater city that's been like ravaged to pieces, and then there's like these psychos walking around it, like killing people mm-hmm. and like stealing their fucking blood and shit. Like for the. Uh... I think it does suffer from that problem, though, where it's like you are overpowered. And like I said, aside from all your other tools, you you could just murder everything in the game with a frozen wrench. Yeah, exactly. Like like, everything about it's like says that it's like supposed to be like a horror game. You know, like you're isolated in a city filled with like psychos, like all the splicers look like gross and disgusting and crud like that. And everything is like dark and like, you know, like looks spooky. But again, the problem is, is that like you have, like you know, you smack them once with a wrench and they're done. Like, sure, yeah. they might, they might, they might catch you off guard and surprise you, but they don't really like, they aren't really like scary. Like, I they're mean, scary halfway moments, halfway but... through the game, you should be at a point where you're like walking around with the wrench, like just big dicking it into every room. Like, all right, who's in here? Who's yeah. trying to get smacked? Who's yeah, looking exactly. to get? Especially if you also if you have a gun, you just walk in and fucking done. Yeah, bang, 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 dead. Ammo you walk in with really a shotgun a and everyone scares. dies. <laughs> yeah. Just keep looking around for things to kill, and if you scrounge for everything, then you always have more than enough. Oh, to, I always I scrounge. Yeah, you always, you always have plenty of ammo that you find off of, guys, and if you run low on a certain type of ammo because you just love using, like, you know, the pistol or, like, whatever gun you like, you could just go to a vending machine and just buy more ammo because if you haven't found ammo, you found money. Yeah, well, like, the great thing about the vending machines are you can buy ammo, then if you run out of money, you can hack it. And then if once you run out of hacks, you can break it and you'll always get more ammo from those three situations. That's all I always used to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You get max you ammo. You spend stuff. all your money on the to restock. Yeah. Then you hack it for free stuff and then you smash it for the rest. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you can smash the uh, health stations and they drop extra health kits. That's what it is. I know yeah, you, you can. Smash can some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you can smash it or hack it or whatever and they drop like an extra health kit. Like mm-hmm. once you do. 
which is yeah that was the trick you would always have to break them at the end because you don't want the splicers yeah. using them either i mean yeah, there was exactly. a lot of there's a lot of good ideas in that game but it's just not that scary yeah it yeah like i like i said i think it's very much like has those elements in it but it suffers from that whole like you you have power and like you can handle you can handle situations that you're in and not feel like like oh man how am i going to deal with this like you know a big daddy comes along you can handle it like it's not really as scary i think that's kind of why i like the second game better too because they're not really trying to hide it they're like okay you just are a big tough guy in rapture now it's like cool <laughs> yeah they just drop in there like go back shit it's like cool thanks this is what i wanted yeah. Like, Thank you. I mean, everyone was like, "Oh, you go. You're. It's not scary anymore. You're the big daddy." I'm like, "You play a big daddy? That's so cool." Yeah. <laughs> I like two a lot. Right. We talk about it all the time. Two is great. Yeah. Two is real good. Yeah. So, uh, you guys didn't write anything else down, so we're just gonna move on to the games that we yeah. consider scary or horror games that others do not. And again, I'm the only person who put any games in here. Uh, I, I don't play, so horror, hard, I don't play horror games. Yeah, I, I agree tried with you. so hard to think of stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna change my answer. Actually, I, was I originally say, just put the yeah, Last of Us. The Last of like Us a, one is not scary, like, but I have now played the Last of yeah, Us two. I was gonna put it in as like an overarching thing, but more specifically, the Last of Us two. And if anyone who disagrees with me because I can't spoil because my boys here haven't played it yet, don't the fuck they're waiting for. But anyway. In the second half of the game, there is a hospital and a hotel segment. You put on your best pair of headphones and play those segments in the dark, and you tell me it's not a horror game. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh, the next one is Bloodborne. I've seen a lot of people say that it's just another Souls game with bleak and unsettling imagery. But that's fake news all day. This game's scary as shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's fake news. Yeah, this game, this game news. is uh, extremely fucking scary. They're it is really scary. Yeah. <laughs> There, there are a couple scenes that make it scary, but I played dude, this mostly with you let's guys, talk about so it wasn't scary to me. They carry bags around, and if you get killed by the guy with a oh, bag, you, the bag, you wake up in yeah. like a jail cell in a completely new area that you've never been to before. And you these dudes are everywhere. Yeah. And then it's like you're stumbling through the dark, and at one point, all the lights just go out, and there's a giant fucking monster sitting in the room. It's like, what? Are, what is this game? Why is it trying? It's like just trying to scare you and kill you. That is, is the design scary. of Bloodborne. Yeah. Dude, there, it. there is the one part. Where this is right before, because I've gotten through most of the game, but I kind of like stopped after I got up to Rom, I want to say. Rom mm. the vacuous because he's a big Spider-Man. Well, yes, because he's a big Spider-Man. That was one of the key things because, you know, on top you of me trying to arachnophobia. Oh, yes. Hardcore arachnophobia. But um, on top of that, uh, the area right before you go to Rom has the Mosquito Men. Or yeah, whatever they're called. And, oh my! So like that was the first time that I've met a new enemy, and I'm like, I'm just gonna run past him. And <laughs> I one don't of the like scary, <laughs> yeah, one of the scariest things is when I got to a door and I had to like you know do the animation where he's like pushing the door open or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and the then I look, I look behind <laughs> me and I see three mosquito men running straight at me, <laughs> like no, no, going no, no, to no, jump no. on my head. <laughs> And it was this, it's, I, I still to this day have not fought them, and they still sit there waiting for me. CJ's like, I have to get away to safety, opens the door, I am Rob the Vacuous Spider. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye, <laughs> motherfucker. I, I, just, I just ended it there. I ran into the water and died. <laughs> yeah, I something else, man. Yeah, that's just, that is 
or scary I, game. I'm I wouldn't hoping, consider yeah, it as scary they, as other uh, games, but I can definitely see your points. It has got a lot of spooky elements in there and a lot of spooky segments. Yeah. I'm hoping they bump it up to 60 frames on the PS5 because I will play it again if they do that. I hope they do, yeah, do that as well. I would love to play Bloodborne again with you guys. It'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be super fun. CJ's like, no. Nope. CJ past the vacuous ROM. Well, yeah, you can help me beat ROM. And CJ's like, all right, I'll hang out over here, guys. Good luck. Yeah, it's like, okay. ROM's I'll, actually I'll not that hard. He's not, yeah, he isn't hard. It's just that, uh, between. He's pretty hard. He, he, has, some, looking, he has some attacks. He has some attacks. Between that are him annoying, looking but... disgusting and having a whole swarm of long legged spider kids that come out and attack you, it, uh, it just is bad. It's not so bad. Oh, Three ten is good hunter. Oh, man. Yeah, I'd actually be totally right. down to play uh, Bloodborne again. That'd be fun. Yeah, man. You, you let me know. I'm always down. <laughs> and with that, we're gonna move on to our favorite scary horror games. Uh, I'm gonna start with mine. The first one we already talked about. We already talked about like all these games. The Last of Us Two because it's just is scary. Play it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dead Space Hunter can personally attest to this. Fuck Dead yeah, Space dude. is a Awesome, scary game. Not Dead so much Space the third 1, one. 2, and third three. one's a good game. Three's got it's not some really that scary, elements. though. Well, it's because they give so you a partner. Elements. It's got some spooky I will elements. say, I, I like what 3 does in the sense that it had, it was like the first game that was co-op and had moments where both the characters were kind of PTSD, so one of them would randomly see freaky events happening. Like, I remember playing it for Harder. the first time, and one of us was just kind of like in the room and everything was fine and the other guy was like i am literally fighting for my life right now i was yeah, like what is going on shit. i was like what are you talking about he's like standing there shooting the walls and shit he's like i am getting killed yeah no because i think <laughs> I, like, um, so was... I played with uh this guy roger way back in the day from high school i don't know if you guys remember him but we played i was isaac in that place and he was oh yeah i remember him and then i played with you alex and i played as carter and i'm like what the fuck is happening because he's got more ptsd where isaac just has necromorphic PTSD. So you're playing as yeah. Carter and you're fucking, I think it's Carter or Michael or something and you're fucking shooting oh, like this like there's this room where like these things in the wall start coming to life and coming to get you and then Isaac is just sitting in the office waiting for Carter to enter after he's like in the hallway of death. It's cool. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, was, that was a really cool moment. So uh, after Dead Space, uh, Bloodborne. We all like Bloodborne except CJ. <laughs> I, I like it. I think Spiders. it's a great game. I just can't look at some of the things in the game. Oh, I feel you. Trust me, buddy. It doesn't get any better as you go. It gets worse. Great. <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> um, and PT. This is a weird one because it's not really a game. It's like a forty-five minute teaser. It but been the best Hunter, game. you you were there when we fucking sat there when we played it. That was some of the scariest shit that we had ever experienced yeah, as dude, we sat there on that couch. That was some scary stuff. And. Uh, I just have some good memories of me and you sitting there being like handing the controller back and forth. I'm like, I don't want to play anymore. You're like, I don't want to play anymore. I'm like, well, one of us has to play. <laughs> like, I don't want to fucking do this. We got stuck in the infinite loop for a while. <laughs> yeah, but and then we almost figured it out. But I, you were like, dude, you got to plug in your headphones and talk to her. I'm like, I'm not doing that. And then we stopped playing. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not playing that game. No thanks. <laughs> I, I'm like, what if she? I'm like, what if she jump scares me while my headphones are in? I'm like, that's gonna be horrible. That's so. for sure what's gonna happen. <laughs> that's my list of. Scary games. Uh, again, I'm not scary. really super big into them, but I do like playing them. Yeah. Uh, I'll jump into mine next. I got Dead Space. Hell yeah, dude. Atmospheric horror with yeah. some actual horror elements at its finest in space. That hits all my niches. Sci-fi horror. In space. In space. Um, 
I'll go to Dead Rising next. That's a more of like a comedy horror where it's like a little lighthearted, fun jaunt through Zombieland with some psychos. That's fun. Uh, Alan Wake and Control. Those are nice. I put them together because they both have a lot of atmosphere. Control's a, like a scary horror game. In a way. It's got a lot of atmospheric horror. It uh, plays into a lot of the um, SCP stuff from um, the interwebs, like creepypasta stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's always fun. But uh, the big spooky game that I'm going to talk about is The Evil Within. It was made by the guy who made the original um, Capcom Resident Evil games. So it's mm-hmm. literally just that with a new skin of paint. It's like Res- it's Resi 4 with... Um, you play as this detective who goes into this oh, insane you're asylum. You're like freaking out. Your mic yeah, is like going say, crazy. I'm, I'm oh. like... Well, on my, on my, on my, on my uh, audio track... I'm yeah, we can't fine, even so. like hear you. Well, you, I can hear myself on the microphone, so we're going good. So I'll just continue what that's I'm cool. saying, and then we'll jump that, to... That's uh, cool, man. Yeah. Cool. I'll finish what I'm saying so the audience <laughs> can hear it, and then we'll jump to uh, CJ. <laughs> so, <laughs> The Evil Within was a, uh, had a nice atmospheric horror set up with Resident Evil stuff, and it was cool to see um, like the gameplay with that. You played as this detective who was investigating this insane asylum that had like spooky brain ghosts, and then it had some cool... like. Image, like mind fuckery and then the sequel has apparently more mind fuckery so I can't wait to play that anyway now that cool. you guys can barely hear me CJ do you want to talk uh yeah <laughs> sure I'll, I'll go ahead and talk hopefully I don't uh blip out or whatever yeah you're good uh, so my top my top scary games uh Resident Evil 7 uh like I said earlier I I got this game for like 20 bucks because like I did interest in me back when it like released and I like, and I waited for it to be that low because I knew that I was gonna probably chicken out and like not finish it. But then after playing it, I was like, oh man, this is like really, really fun because it has a, it has this nice level of ha- of giving you a little bit of power and making you feel like you could handle some enemies, like if you know how the game works and like are calm and like collected and like get better at the game. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it still means you can get your shit kicked in at like any point in the game. Oof. Yeah. Like I played, like I played it on no- like on easy and normal, and like easy, like you know, it's it's fucking easy. But then normal comes along, and like even like like headshotting stuff, it still takes like five shots to take some of these like monsters down in crud. Mm-hmm. So it so it still has this like level of you need to be good at the game, but you also like like aren't like still super powerful just because you've got like really good weapons or have upgraded shit like. It's it, it does that really well. Mm-hmm. Plus, I like the story and um, I like the story and the gameplay and the characters and whatnot. So. Are you gonna get eight on day Wait. one? Uh, probably. I I don't know what's gonna be in eight because that might I'm, there still might be some scary shit in there that I'm gonna shit my pants at. But I'm definitely excited for eight when that comes out. It looks like it's gonna be a lot like seven. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, it's the same like uh, engine. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it's still the first person one, so I'm really excited for the fact that it's gonna that they're keeping the first person perspective. Come on, Ethan, you uh, gotta fuck my sister. Get the yeah. Redfield bloodline going. Get keep it going. <laughs> uh, next up, Outlast. Uh, I I wanted to put this on here not because I finished the game, but I wanted to share a little little story of the first time I played Outlast. Is it, it the buff it, naked dudes? Uh, no. I don't know. I don't know if you remember this, Alex, but the first time I played Outlast uh, was right around when the PS4 released, 
and mm-hmm. I had come over to your house, and you're like, dude, check out this game, Outlast. Oh, so yeah, because me, me and on... Hunter, we both played it. Well, I yeah. played it through, and Hunter sat on the couch and watched. Yeah, yeah and then in a, in a similar story... And a similar story to how you, you said earlier about your first time experiencing Dead Space, my first time experiencing Outlast was going over to your house, you sat me down on your couch, and then you turned off the lights, and you and Hunter left, and you said, okay, bye, and then you yeah. went to, like, the other room and left me with Outlast until I got scared and then was like, I'm just going to play Assassin's Creed. And then you came back, and I'm, like, sailing around on a boat. You're like, what the fuck happened? And I'm like, I, I remember that. I remember yeah. that. I was like, play until you get scared, then come get us. Yeah, and then I played until I got scared, and then I went to play Assassin's Creed, and I'm like, yeah. Oh I, I mean, I would have put out last. I would have put out last on my list. I just, yeah. I didn't like how it ended, so yeah. I felt like kind of betrayed by the game almost. Yeah. So I was like, that sucked. Yeah, I, I, I haven't experienced anything past the first hour and a half because I've gone back twice to try and play through it, and I couldn't get through it because it scares me. So. <laughs> Well, because that's very that's very much like you don't have anything. You're just running away from stuff. Yeah, and that, that's one of the first the games they ever throw into you with, um, like you are helpless. All you have is a camera. Good luck. Yeah, I, I also I, didn't really like the body horror. Later on, a dude like cuts your fingers off, and oh, all yeah, you can do is sit yeah. there and like watch and scream. I'm like, that's mm. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was the main reason why I want to talk about Outlast because I thought that story was funny and figured I'd bring it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Until Dawn, uh, I mentioned it earlier, I like the way that they made, like, the choices, like, actually mean something, where, like, some, like, some small thing that you do in one spot can determine whether or not a person lives or dies later on. I heard Freddie Mercury's in that game. Uh, he is. He, yeah, uh, Remy Malik. Freddie Mercury <laughs> and, and a bunch of teenagers <laughs> trying Aiden to survive Penetier's on a mountain. in there, uh, one of the guys from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is in there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Kyrie! Kyrie, Sora, Zora. But, uh, wow, but yeah, I like what goofy. they. <laughs> I like what they did with the choices, and I think that it has some good scares, and I like how the story plays out uh, as a whole. Uh, next one, Dead by Daylight. It's a. Uh, it's it's the only multiplayer game on that that I'm going to talk about. Well, actually, never mind. I take that back. I just realized what I put the next one is. You but, fool. Um, you fool. But I. Like, I like what they did just because of the fact that it's, like, an asymmetrical multiplayer game, which you don't see too often. And the fact that you can have two completely different play styles from each of, like, the perspectives of whether you're playing as one of the four survivors and trying to, like, run away from the killer. Because it still makes me scared whenever I, like, crouch near, like, a little bush and I'm, like, hiding and hoping that the killer doesn't see me crouch right next to him. Mm -hmm. And, like, he just passes by. Like that still is like one of those like my like holding my breath moments, which I like, yeah. and just the contrast of playing as, as the killer and just like completely like hunting down people and trying to like decimate them. It's probably one of those games that'd be less scary if you were playing it with your friends. Oh yeah, it absolutely is less scary if you're playing with your friends, but I but at least from what I've played, I it's it's definitely a really fun multiplayer game that's mm-hmm. completely based around like horror and crud like that. Plus that's they cool. got. Plus they got licensed guys in there, so I gotta. I gotta they got it's, the Demogorgon it's from fucking Stranger yeah. Things as a monster. I was like, that's cool. They right got there. the Demogorgon. They got Freddy Krueger. They got Michael Myers. They, they got, gotta put Gollum in. They got. <laughs> they got Ghostface. Son of a process. I'm like what the fuck? They got fucking oh God, Jigsaw. Got they got yeah. fucking Texas Leather. Chainsaw. Your mom. <laughs> 
Don't ever get Jason, though, because Jason is under tighter scrutiny. Yeah. He's in limbo right now. I, don't, but, I can't uh, wait till they get Pennywise. It'll happen eventually. Oh, my God. If that happens, I'll be so excited. But, uh, so final game I wanted to talk about, uh, Left 4 Dead. This is one of the, in my opinion, one of the best multiplayer games. And it... It has zombies, which again defeats the per like like I, I said I've kind of desensitized to zombies, but I still get scared every now and then when you know like you hear like you're walking along and then all of a sudden you hear a zombie scream and then you're getting right. ridden by a jockey or like you know pushed off a ledge by a charger or something like that, and like or like you know you start hearing the tank music and then you just freak the fuck out because you're like oh man I'm gonna die, okay. like yeah, and it ha and like. It's weird because, like, you know, it doesn't have, like, that deep of a story. Like, it's just the survivors trying to get to, like, the end of wherever they're trying to get to. But I think just gameplay-wise, it's just a lot of fun, especially if you're doing it with, like, friends. And the I like, I mean, I like all the zombie designs and crud like that and and whatnot. But, yeah, I, I really like that game. Left for Dead. Yeah. Left well, for there dead. you go. There all you right. Go. That's our topic, and with that, man. that's the end. Of, yeah, it's the end of the topic. So uh, mm -hmm. now we can move on to what we've been playing. Hunter, what have you been playing? I've been playing some Apex and some Fortnite with you and Court, and then I jumped on to uh, Avengers to play the new um, like kind of expansion they added as a holdover before the DLC character comes out. Uh, you got to do these tachyon riffs. It's cool, I guess. All it's right. about it. <laughs> Thank you, my wee-wee is okay. <laughs> uh, I, I've been playing, uh, actually finished Final Fantasy XII, and I can't recommend it. It was really boring, <laughs> and the ending sucked, so <laughs> Big man. That's, my re that's my review. Uh, I went back to playing Final Fantasy XV because I kept talking about it, and I want to play it. So I'm going to do that until the PS5 comes out, and I lose my life to all the games coming out on that. <laughs> uh, and we played Apex, so yeah. Hell yeah. That was that's why I was Shadow Royale, the spooky ghost thing. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Yeah, you get a wall jump, you get a wall run and double jump. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Put, it, put it in the name. Put it in the normal game. Yeah, I'm fucking <laughs> waiting for it, dude. Yeah. All right, so I uh, I finished Crash Four this week. Did you like it? Uh, yes. Uh, just quick little mini review I'll give. No. I think that <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think Crash 4 is a very good and well-made game, but I don't but I don't like the completion criteria for it. I the, the levels are very fun and like they're challenging but not like impossible. And I like all that, but I think that it adds a lot of completion criteria that makes it not worth completing. Like between which between Completing the levels in the time trials, getting all the gems and crud like that, finishing all the levels and getting all the gems at the same time, and, like, flashback tapes, and, like, there's just, there's just way too much. And, oh, the, the other thing I wanted to mention, like, they have the levels where you play as, um, like, you know, the other characters, like Tauna and Dingo Dial and Cortex, and, like, the big, pro the big problem with those levels is that they you play as them for a little bit and then like halfway through the level you go back to playing as Crash and Coco in a level that you already beaten. That's so weird. like yeah, because like the way that they put it out like the way that they sell it as is that like 
you know, you play through a level as Crash and Coco, and then all of a sudden, like, there's an explosion, and then a bridge falls down, and then you're like, huh, how did that happen? And then you go and, and then you go and play through this other level, and it's like, you know, you play as Tauna, and then you realize, oh, Tauna's the one that exploded the bridge so you can get by. But then you you go back and play through the same section as Crash and Coco with, like, slightly different box placements, and it's like... It's like just no. give me a level where I just give me a level where I just play as the the other characters because like I want to play finish as the them. level I... when I blow up the bridge. <laughs> yeah, like exactly, or just end it there. Like it's no. it's weird, but uh, but yeah, I mean I like Crash Four. Like it's got some go. it's got some problems. I think it's a solid like seven seven and a half mm. out of ten. That's not so, bad. so yeah, real good game. All right. Uh, and, I wasn't. I wasn't cutting you off. <laughs> I don't know. You were. I heard all right, so I thought it was going to be. Like, oh, I, f- I forgot. Yeah. That's the opening to our closing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, last thing I just want to talk about, like I mentioned, Resident Evil Seven. Uh, I I played a little bit more of it because uh, in anticipation for the this podcast, and I played through some. I was playing through some of the DLC, and a lot of the Which DLC. Which one, End of Zoe or the uh, the free one with Chris? I did well. I played through the Chris one already. I was doing a little bit of End of Zoe, and then I did some of the uh, survival mode that they added on. Yeah. And the survival mode was super fun, just to just to like go through and play. Uh, End of Zoe uh, is the most is some real batshit crazy stuff because, <laughs> like you know, you go throughout this game and like you know you fight these like mold monsters that like they take like five bullets to the head from like. Uh, a pistol and they still don't go down or like two or three shotgun shells and they still don't go down and in end of zoe you play as uh jack baker's like brother who's just like a redneck like war vet and he he goes around and punches out these mold monsters nice dude look at him go (laughs) yeah like he legit like he runs up and will just like box with them and like punch him you can sneak up behind them and snap their necks and it's like it's like, I mean, I'm loving it because it's like fucking wild and stupid and I love that shit. But it's like, you go for, if you go from the main game to that immediately, it's, it's, it's jarring. Like, because yeah. it's just like, you're just like punching out these monsters that have been like such a pain in your ass for the whole game. And now yeah. you're just like, you know, going toe to toe them with your fists and it's weird. Beating them up. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's what I'm playing. Coolio, Alex, close us out. All right, this has been Pound That Button. Thank you all for listening. You can follow the podcast at Pound That Button on social media. You can follow Hunter at Scruffy Moose Man. You can follow me at The Big Lebowski with a three after the L on Twitter. You can follow CJ at Mr. Baboon Man on Instagram and Man Baboon on Twitter. Leave a review, a rating, and don't forget to subscribe. Keep pounding that button, guys, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Spooky.